Hey, Upper Feasters, hope you're having a great day so far. This week I talk with my buddy and comedian Tom Takar. We talk about how when we were kids, Mountain Dew supposedly makes your penis small. Tom started drinking Coca-Cola around the age of two. He didn't know a lot about nutrition. He thought certain candy was healthy, payday, gummy bears, etc. Find out why he cut down on fat, not calories. We also talk about Chicago deep dish versus New York City style pizza. Unpopular food opinion, Tom hates onions. I asked Tom if he had a special meal before his Conan or Comedy Central half hour special. Finding cool food spots while on tour. Top three Bloomington, Indiana restaurants. And we both feel the same way about Buffalo Wild Wings. It's admittedly not the best, but we love it. We talk spicy food challenges. If you split the bill, should you coordinate the tip? Tom doesn't like people watching him eat and more. What do you think the funniest food is? Like, there's the rumor that like Mountain Dew affects your uh, your peen or whatever. It, like, did you did you ever grow up with that? Oh yeah. Like that Mountain Dew shrinks your penis. Oh yeah. It, <laughs> they would always tell me like my uncles, my my cousins, like literally everyone like don't drink Mountain Dew, man. It's gonna make your dick small. I'm like, oh god. Yeah, and it's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still chug. Mountain I fucked up. My dick's almost invisible. It's great. <laughs> it's gone inside my body. Uh, I used to, my mom would send me to school with Mountain Dews for lunch and I was so embarrassed and I would wrap a paper towel around it because I didn't want kids to roast me for having a small dick. <laughs> Dang. At least you got soda though. That's pretty cool. A soda for lunch. That rules. Dude. <sighs> That's one of those things that when you're a kid, you're like, oh, hell yeah. All these other kids have to drink water and milk. I rule. And then and as an you, adult, you're uh, like, oh, your boy. teeth rot out and you're like, oh shit, maybe I shouldn't have been allowed to do this. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, uh, I, uh, I actually wasn't allowed to drink soda till like the fifth or sixth grade. Like I'd have to use like sneak sodas when I was a kid. Dude, I had Coke in the bottle. I'm not exaggerating. There's pictures of me with a as a as a like two year old, and there's Coca Cola in my bottle. Dude, that's hardcore. Uh, I'm I, I grew up addicted to it hard, and I don't drink a ton of it now. Like I'm I'm fin- this. I have a diet Coke. This has taken me three days to drink. Ooh, it's all flat. Is, uh, <laughs> No, it's not even. I thought it would be, but it's uh, it's that's it, why I like twenty ounce bottles. If this was a two liter, it would be flat right now. But a twenty ounce stays stays fresh longer. I feel like, that's- but um, yeah, I loved it so much. And only when I got into college or when I, like around college area, I started to, to, to stop drinking as much because I especially the sugary stuff where I was drinking. Did you ever have Volt? Oh soda? yeah. <laughs> Dude, Volt was like a jacked up Mountain Dew. It was inappropriate. And it was so good. It was in, it was so sugary. It was by uh, Coke made it, and it was I loved it so. Much. I would drink eight cans of that a day, Jesus and Christ. I loved it so much. I would fly through them, and my mom my mom would just buy like four cases of them at a time. No questions asked. And She's like, whatever. Was, <laughs> I guess you like them. I mean, she she was cool about buying stuff that I liked, but uh, it was. Definitely not. I can't believe I didn't get diabetes. It was insane. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you is like, did did you, what made you change your lifestyle? Because I'm assuming you don't drink eight sodas a day now. I mean, it was just like I wanted to, one, I, I didn't understand nutrition at all when I was a kid. Like, I, I remember telling you this a long time ago, but I legitimately, so I was a heavy kid and part of it was like, I just really didn't understand that things were bad for you other than candy and even some candies i thought were still good for you like i thought paydays were good for you because they're all peanuts yeah i was like they're peanuts that's food (laughs) uh i just knew like and i i actually thought gummy bears weren't bad for you because the like juice i was like oh there's like vitamin c in there's probably somewhere (laughs) and i and there was no fat in it like if you read the the nutritional info it was like oh total fat zero so i was like oh this is like good for you yeah it's healthy and i went so long in my life thinking that 
And then finally, someone told me like, "Oh no, there's." Is I I remember going on these like uh, these diets, and I would only I would like eat like three grams of fat in a day, but I would be drinking Coca Cola. Like I would drink ten cokes or whatever. And they somebody was like, "You know, there's calories in that, right?" And I was like, "Yeah, that's nothing though. That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> right. You don't have to worry about that. It's fat that I'm trying to lose, not calories. Yeah. That's nothing." <laughs> um, nobody's like, "Oh, I got to lose some calories." It's like a, uh, I'm I'm very caloric right now. It's like, "No, I'm fat." Yeah. So, I was like I I only cared about that. <laughs> and um so I I uh, when I got into college, I moved out that was the biggest thing is I, I moved out. I moved into an apartment with my buddy and I just started buying my own food. And I was like, oh, I'm only going to buy healthy food or like food that I think is healthy. And I started running and I was like, oh, if I'm running, you know, five miles or whatever, I don't want to ruin that by uh, eating a bunch of bullshit. And I definitely don't want to waste it on soda calories that was the biggest thing is i was like if i'm gonna spend calories i'm gonna do it on on food and i'm not even i mean i now i use up most of my calories on bourbon but uh uh and uh like yeah pizza slices and wings and stuff i'm not the healthiest man ever now but dude uh yeah i get it when i was in college i lost <laughs> a bunch of weight because i started calorie counting and like I used to think like Gatorades were healthy. I'm like, oh, it's healthy. It's like a health juice. Nope, 300 empty calories of fucking bullshit, dude. <laughs> I got the so I got the second vaccine a couple days ago, and I was feeling kind of shitty yesterday. And I that's like one of those things where I was like, I'll drink a Gatorade because I know how it'll it'll feel. But every time I'm looking at that bottle and looking at the calories, I'm just like, God, this is so stupid. <laughs> it's, it's so, so stupid how many ca- there shouldn't be that many calories in there. It's it. it it's just it's just water. Come on. But then the zero one tastes like poison. It tastes like plastic. Have you ever tried the Gatorade? There's zero? no way. It's I I that I would drink them all the time when I was hungover <laughs> back in Indiana, and because there was a gas station right next to my place that had those, and they're hard to find. Probably because they are poison. They're probably way worse for you. But uh, the anything that says zero calorie, I was a huge sucker for, and I finally started drinking water about two years ago, <laughs> and. Uh, it turns out it's pretty good. Water. Big fan. <laughs> so this- I like legit did not drink water ever uh, growing up unless I was at, like in at g- gym class. That was the only time I would drink water is if there was a fountain near me. It was not, I was never like, oh, I got to pour myself a glass of water. Dude, I have a friend, Sean Hughes. Shout out, Sean. As an adult, 35-year-old man, never water. He only drinks beer or soda. That's it. <laughs> literally i'm like sean if you're hungover like you don't want like an ice cold water like a seltzer or something fun he's like nah dude pepsi I'm like, Fuck. that's crazy i do get it because when i'm really hungover i do like to get a coke zero but and that's one of those things where it's zero calories but i i like it more than coke now and i know people are like you're full of shit there's no way you actually feel that way i'm telling you i've like adjusted my tape my palate to where I prefer a Coke Zero to a regular Coke. And maybe it's my brain just going, there's calories in this. And so I can't enjoy it. But hey, take your I, wins I where you can get them. When I'm, when I'm hungover, I love a Coke Zero. Just a Coke Zero and, uh, and a couple Excedrin, it, it goes down easy. Facts. <laughs> Jumbo pork tenderloin sandwich, feast or pass? See, uh, so I will say this. Uh, I, w- I, I like a, a tenderloin, and I, I, I would eat that. It's such a weird Indiana thing where Indiana just doesn't have any interesting food. And tenderloin, like breaded tenderloin like that is just like, here's a piece of bread between a more bread, it feels like. And I like it. It's good if you throw some like ketchup on it or something. 
but it's overrated, I would say. Uh, I'll eat it. I, I enjoy it. I'll feast on it, but uh, it's not. I, I probably haven't had one of those in like maybe 15 years. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time. It's not like I go back to Indiana. I'm like, I got to get some of that tenderloin in me. It's. I think it's fine. Well, it looks like such a spectacle. Like the, the pork is like the side, size of like a huge plate, and then it has like a small, mediocre white bread. Like that's kind of fun. I feel yes. like I need to try that. It's fun, but it's like it's it's not like seasoned well or anything. Yeah, it's yeah. like I would take a chicken sandwich over it any day of the week. I don't under and I like I'll take a pulled pork sandwich over it any day of the week. It's just bread on bread on bread, <laughs> and it's like it's it's very uh, chewy. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, I feel like, but it is a spectacle. It looks like such a feast, but it's really thin, so it's uh, it's weird. Yeah, and I feel like most Midwesterners they don't. I want to paint with a broad brush here. They don't believe in seasoning. Like a lot of Ohioans, a lot of Indianians, uh, they don't they don't mm-hmm. fuck with seasoning. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I I think you're right. I think you're right. And uh it drives me nuts. It was like it's why I think it's why I liked Mexican food so much growing up because it was like, oh, there's guaranteed to be spice in this and it's it's my favorite. Like I love it so much. But yeah, most foods I feel like are just and same with like uh Polish people are like this too where it's like all their food is like potatoy and like bland. Which is fine. It can. It has its place. It can be good. But I throw hot sauce and red pepper flakes on almost everything I eat because of that. You're a spicy boy. Me too, my man. I love. I'm a spice, spice man. <laughs> Hell yeah. Last last Indiana classic here. This one sounds phenomenal. Uh, the roast beef Manhattan. Are you familiar with this one? Yeah. You know what? That's really good. <laughs> I I have had that, but it's been it's something my stepdad's uh, mom would make sometimes, and. Uh, that I think is better because it's like it's not dry like the tenderloin. It's like it's so wet on a white piece of bread. It's it's just great. Fair enough. That I I you know I probably haven't had that in twenty years, but I would uh, I'd go in on that. You should treat yourself. I guarantee any diner in New York could make you that. It's just roast beef, mashed potatoes, gravy. Like someone could make that for you. Exactly. It's like the chickenless uh, KFC bowl thing. <laughs> so New York City, and you you did uh, Chicago stand up New York City. So you know I got to ask you. Pizza party, Chicago deep dish or New York style? What's your fave? Oh, easily New York, easily. And it's I like uh, Chicago deep dish, but it's a thing. People always go like, "Oh, Chicago, you gotta have the deep dish." That's a thing that people in Chicago eat like once a year, like <laughs> at most a lot of the time. Like if you have parents visiting or something, you go eat deep dishes like a novelty almost because it's not you're not like, "Oh, let's get a pizza," and you get that. You end up getting like what it, like uh, the bar style pizza is big in Chicago, where it's like the thin. It's like super thin and cut into like little tiny pieces. Uh-huh. I love that, but tavern style, uh, as they say. But I love in New York uh, that you can just go and get one slice, and it's like long, and it can be a, one slice can be enough. Or you, or when you're broke, like you can go get those shitty dollar slices, and that get you get two of those, and you're like, I'm good for the night. It's it's uh it's great. I would take that any day, and. A lot of places in New York have those tiny little pepperonis that I fucking love. Love those roni. Did cups. you did you ever did you ever have uh, Prince Street pizza? Love Prince Street pizza. The little that's my favorite. <laughs> little bowls of grease, the pepperoni so cups. Yeah, those are because those are like a bit, they're like in between Chicago and New York because it's a little like thicker crust, but it's so good. One of those will do you, dude. When I lived in New York, Prince has always had a line. So, pro tip to my New yes. York listeners and to you, Tom, have you ever had made in New York pizzas on the Upper West Side? I have not. It is just as good as Prince's, but there's never a line. It's like a hidden gem made in New York pizza. I mean, assuming they didn't go out of business because the world ended. Uh, if they're still in business, 100% <laughs> recommend. Do you have any unpopular food opinions? 
I hate onions and people get mad at me about it. It's the one thing that I won't, I'll eat a lot of weird stuff. I think like, uh, you know, I'll, I'll get, uh, goofy with what I eat. Like I said, I eat a lot of, I eat a lot of spicy stuff. I eat some weird meats and whatever. I like eggplant, all the, any kind of mushroom you got for me. But, uh, onions, I just do not like them. And everybody wants to tell you why you're an idiot for that. And like, they're like, no, you gotta do it like this. And it's like, well, what if I made this? And it's like, yeah, if I can't taste it, it's fine. It's I don't mind that if it's like a thing that I can't feel, like the texture bothers me. Like the stringy ones that are in shit drives me nuts. I I hate it, and they slip it into stuff all the time without telling you. I I just hate when they on the menu it'll say every other ingredient, and you're like, okay, I don't see onions on here. This is good, and then there's it's just full of them. I got a breakfast taco the other day, and I'm used to a breakfast. It just said potatoes, eggs. And like sausage or whatever. That's all I want. And then it's covered in onions. And I was like, just tell me that. Ah, it drives me crazy. Well, I think in the restaurant's defense, onions to me are kind of like salt and pepper where you just assume every dish has salt and pepper. To me, I assume most dishes have onions, whether it's like chopped up, sauteed, like thrown in there somewhere. Like unless you have an onion allergy, I don't, I'm not surprised they don't tell you about it. Well, sure. Here's the thing. It's. I get if they're like cooked into something pretty pretty hard where it's like you're just not gonna know. And it's like if it says if I get Mexican, I always just say no onions because I assume a lot of Mexican places are just like that goes in there pico or it's cooked with the meats or whatever. Then I don't really mind if it's cooked with the meat usually because it's pretty it's pretty um, cooked in. But when it's in pico, it's like I sometimes I like it and sometimes I don't. It depends on how they chop it. If it's super fine and it's not a ton of it, I can deal with that. But sometimes it's like the thickest piece of onion. It's, they remind me of mosquito wings. It's like <laughs> I hate them so much. Hey, just wanted to say thank you so much for listening so far. If you're liking it, please subscribe. Tell a friend. If you're loving it, please give us a five-star review. Before you did Conan or before you did your Comedy Central half hour, did you eat like a special meal in preparation or maybe afterwards? I did not for either of them. And I, you know what I did for my half hour uh, I'm, you know, I like to have, I'm a man of drink and, uh, I did buy a bottle of Woodford reserve for my half hour. Cause I didn't drink leading up to it for a month because I wanted to thin down and, uh, feel sharp and stuff. And so I bought a bottle of Woodford reserve for my green room. And after I got off stage, I just had that. And then they had like some like finger foods for me back there, but I immediately just wanted to go to like the after party. Oh, you know what? Actually, after my half hour, they, they had this place this bar that they picked out where they had muffaletto sandwiches. Oh my god! And it was one of the best sandwiches I've ever had in my life. It was so good. You were probably and I spent the away. rest of the weekend. I was and I was psyched too, but also everybody was talking about those sandwiches, and I they were right. It was so good. I had I had like two of them, and I was like, this is the perfect post show meal. But when I did Conan, I did it, and then I immediately had to run over to the Improv to do uh, the NBC stand up finals thing. And uh, it's like a contest where if you win, you get a deal with NBC. Nice. Uh, and I didn't win, but I went over there, and then we were going to watch my set afterwards, and then we missed it because of the time zone shit. Fuck. And it, turn- it turns out the improv doesn't even have the channel. It doesn't have. They don't have TBS. So uh, I missed it, and then I don't. I don't remember eating at all that night. I think I just like got super drunk, <laughs> and then 
uh, waited till the next day to eat. Was that kind of a, a boner killer for you having to go perform again? Because like, I, I feel like if I were to perform on TV for the first time, I would want to just like hang out with friends and kick it. Like, or do you love performing so much that you're like, hell yeah, another set? What it did, because there was a lot of pressure on the NBC set. And so it took all of that away. I was like, I was just on TV. Like, <laughs> I, or I was like, just did the most important thing I've ever done. So this feels way less important. So I kind of was, I just was a little less invested which was good but it did it did kind of you know what I was looking forward to it though because I was like oh this is gonna be a fun set it's at the improv it's not in front of a tv audience I can be like a it'll feel like doing real comedy and uh so it was fun but it was also like a weird atmosphere where everybody's kind of anxious and like it's a contest so it you know never the most fun vibe but uh, I knew that I would be able to uh see a bunch of friends over there so I was like I, I don't mind performing right after something like that. I would have been pissed if I had to perform right after my half hour because that was like a 40-minute set. And then to have to go and not be able to party right after, that would have sucked. Or like go do like a bar show with 12 people in the audience. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that would be soul-crushing. <laughs> so I know it's probably challenging because of, of corona and everything, but when you go out and you headline and stuff... Do you take the openers out for like a meal or something? Yeah, I try to. I usually take a friend with me, so then it's I'm usually paying for their meals half the time anyway. And it, I try to do it wherever we are. But if we go to Bloomington, I have specific places that I'm like, okay, we're gonna go here, and uh, and I'm gonna pay for the pay for the old check. That's one of those rules of the road that I think went out the door a little bit. Where, but I learned it early on. I remember. This I did like I believe it was Kostaki Economopolis where we were in Peoria, Illinois, and it was a rough weekend. Like it wasn't it wasn't a hot weekend, and the tickets weren't moving. It's a, and I I love that club, but it was a it was just a slow weekend for whatever. And he took me to this diner, and uh, I was like he he went to pay for the check, and I was like oh you don't have to do that man. And he was he just like kind of took a deep breath, and he's like. No, I have to. <laughs> like he didn't want to. <laughs> I'm poor, but I guess I'll I'll struggle through for you. <laughs> yeah, I think it was because it might have been another guy that was at the same club. But I just remember being like, "Oh man, this sucks." That this guy feels like he has to do this. I think, it's but nice. I I took that where I was. To, I went on the road with Dave Waite a couple times, and he. I remember we went to lunch, and he was like, eh, "New rule, feature pays," <laughs> and he legit didn't pay for my meal. <laughs> He was like, look, man, I'm just broke right now. And I was like, yeah. It's also money has gone to shit in uh, comedy for like on the lower rung. So, so yeah, my next question I was going to ask you when you're on the road, do you try to find like cool spots to eat? But I guess if you're kind of broke or lower income, you probably makes it more challenging, I guess. I try to find fun places, but it's like I my places are always like, what is the what is the type of food here that's cool? Like if I'm going to Texas. I'm going to get breakfast tacos and I'm going to get barbecue. If same with like St. Louis or any of the, any of those barbecue spots, I'll try to I'll try to make sure I get that. But otherwise, I'm always looking for a Chipotle and uh the it's nice cuz they're pretty easy to find. Lunch I like to do healthy shit and then for dinner or like late night. If I'm back in Indiana, there's there's so many places that I'm like we got to go here and I make the feature <laughs> eat all this bullshit. What are your top 3? Bloomington. So Bloomington, I like to go to Upland, which is this uh, this brewery uh, that 
has incredible food and beers. Uh, Upland Brewery, it's my favorite place in the world. There's a pizza place that I, I always make a late night thing where it's they have a pizza called the Cream and Crimson, and it's a white sauce pizza that has uh, bacon and potatoes Ooh. and uh, I think, I want to say like feta cheese on it or something Whoa. like that, uh, crumbles, and it is so good. It's everybody who has it is like leaves raving about it. It's so good. Probably Uptown Cafe. I know I just said Upland. But Upland and Uptown are the two places I like the most because uh, Upland is just one of those places that has it's like a it's it's got like a dinery vibe, but it's kind of up upper scale, and they just have so much good stuff. Like you can you can get a great burger or you can get great breakfast. They have that andouille sausage that's uh, good as hell. Nice. Dude. And you can get and I like that spot because if you're there like Sunday afternoon after a weekend of shows, it's like you can have a beer. They have nice cocktails. It's a, it's a great time. Dude, I love it. That sounds really great. What do you consider a great dining experience in your opinion? I love a place where you feel like you couldn't you don't have to leave like a place where you're like, oh, I could just spend four hours here and nobody would be upset i wouldn't be in the way and uh like a place like upland like that's a brewery with really good food where they're like yeah some people are just gonna sit here and have beers all day and they'll eat throughout the day too that is my favorite thing just a relaxed long meal you know what a dining experience i was just talking about this with um with some comics the other day where we were talking about chain restaurants we like and i love a Buffalo Wild Wings oh. for the same reason I love Upland. And I hate Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> I don't like the food. I hate It's way overpriced. I was talking about, uh, I don't know if you know Mateo Lane, but he was talking about how homophobic uh, Buffalo Wild Wings is. <laughs> and I was like, it feels like if if a Hooters where they're just like, get these tits out of here. <laughs> they, like, they don't want any kind of sexuality. It's like more masculine energy going on. But we want the food to still be bad and the beers to be overpriced. And uh, they, they nail it. But Dude, I, you know I, I love that where it's like, you can just be there all day. I love B-dubs. Like, I don't really like too many chains. Like, probably Chipotle and B-dubs are my only ones. And my followers always bully me about posting B-dubs. I don't know if it's like nostalgia or what, like, cause I ate it a lot as a teen, but like, I legit love beat ups. Like, and when people say it's bad, like when you said it's bad, I'm like, yes, it's bad. Yes. I love it. <laughs> I, I feel the same. No, it's like the main thing I'm looking forward to. We have a group of guys that go there like almost every two weeks or something like that. There's one in Atlantic on the like Atlantic terminal or whatever, the little, the little mall over there. And I love it. And Every time I go, I'm like, I'm very excited for it. And I get fooled every time where I'm like, I can't wait for this. And then I feel like shit immediately. No beers even. I'll just have uh, some wings and like potato wedges or whatever. And I just feel horrible. Or I'll, every time I'm like, I'll, I'll fix it this time. I'll just get the wrap. Feel horrible. Every time I feel horrible the rest of the day. Yeah. It's like, and it's like, sometimes it's before I even leave the restaurant. I'm like... I just Instant. feel terrible. Our our pictures are up at the. There's like a thing where you can submit your pictures to B Dubs Atlantic, <laughs> and uh, people send me that they well before COVID they would send me pictures that they see of me <laughs> popping up on the screen all the time because uh, we thought it was funny to do. But do you do the spicy wing yeah, challenge, it. or it's just your photo for no reason? I've never done. No, it's just you just submit pictures. Uh, that that spicy wing challenge, I gotta say, is pretty soft. It is. As far as challenges go, that one, it's it's pretty soft. And do you even get anything for it? It's like a t-shirt or something? Yeah, so I defeated it very easily. It is a, it is weak. And they gave me a t-shirt, but it was triple XL. And I'm like, I guess I gotta get fatter <laughs> to fit into this, because this is my pride and joy. <laughs> 
No, I've done some crazy spicy challenges. Would you ever do a super crazy spicy one? I'd have. Uh, I did. The, the craziest one I did was this place, and I really regret it because it wasn't even fun. It was like, they just, I did this place, I think it's called 5050 Burger in LA. They had this, uh, like, I think it was called like a 21 alarm burger or something like that. And I'm the type of person where I wasn't ordering it to, like, as a joke. I was looking at the ingredients and I was like, I love all these, like, peppers that they have. And I thought that they would be presented in a way that was food. And instead, they were presented to just fuck you up. And they, it was one of those that, like, comes with a waiver and stuff. And I, my vision went blurry for a little bit. And it was pretty scary. I was like, I finally found something I don't enjoy. It's a level of heat that I don't enjoy. And it was a thing where they, it wasn't like we sauteed these uh, peppers on the thing and it mixes in with the burger and blends in. They just literally put a whole ghost pepper. Oh my God. They put three ghost peppers on the top of it and ghost pepper dust oh and then uh, serrano peppers and uh, just full habaneros too. It was just you were eating giant peppers around a burger. It wasn't interesting at all. They were just like, yeah, eat these peppers. And so I did and I felt so ill immediately. How far did you get down? I finished it. Oh, you did? I finished it, but yeah, but it was like, I didn't even, en- I didn't enjoy the experience of finishing it. I didn't, I didn't, I don't even know why I finished it. Cause it wasn't like you get anything. They were just like, yeah, you can't eat this. And I was like, yes, I fucking can. Uh, <laughs> no discount, no shirt, nothing. Just pride nothing, and joy. Nothing. And ring sting. Yeah, exactly. We call that the next day when you shit, it's ring sting. <laughs> it was one of the most horrible. Yeah, that it's, that's one of those things with age. I finally was like. Oh, the reason I feel horrible all the time is that I eat all this spicy ass food. It took me so long to figure it out. I finally stopped for a while when I would go to Chipotle. Their red to- tomatillo sauce is my favorite sauce in the world. It's what made me love Chipotle. And it's it's pretty spicy, but it's it's not even that spicy. It's just like it's this flavor that I just love so much, but I was eating so much of it because I would get, I would have them drench whatever I got in like three giant scoops of it. And I was feeling ill like all the time. And I was like, Oh, it's because I am doing that. Uh, And as soon as I cut it back to a normal amount, I felt fine. I love hot sauce so much. This is so embarrassing to admit, but I don't do it anymore because I think it's weird, but I used to like take sips of hot sauce. really like I, that is like a small kooky. little sip like if i'm cooking or something like i'd splash some on the food and i'm like a little sip for me and i'll take a little sip <laughs> <laughs> that is that is not that is wild that is not, that would not be enjoyable to me i don't think but i uh i get it i've i've been tempted by that before i love hot sauce so much and i have a buddy this guy trey brown he used to work at a hot sauce like what do you call this place like a it's not a brewery it's like they make hot sauces plant? i don't know like a, it's like a little tiny place that makes it i cannot the boutique the hot here. sauce place i don't know what else. yeah 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 that's it it was a boutique hot sauce spot and they made these incredible sauces uh, the, these incredible hot sauces and he's the first person that i've seen that enjoys more heat than i do where every he likes the melinda's you ever you ever get melinda's uh the habanero salsa yeah or sauce i mean yeah it's so good he gets the the full habanero and dumps it on everything <laughs> and i he gave me a couple bottles and i was like this is the first thing that I only like a little bit of it, but yeah, I, I love, I would do almost any spicy. I, my dream is to go on that hot one show. It, it seems 
very fun. That would be. So I mean, cool. I'm sure it would fuck me up, but it would. Uh, it looks. It looks like a good time. I actually made some content for their TV show. I felt pretty proud of that. I was excited for that. That's awesome. Yeah, they reached out to me, and um, it was just for Instagram. I just made an Instagram post, but I forget what the name of it was. It was like Dave's Gourmet or something. Have you heard of this? It's insanely hot. It's not on their list of hot ones because they told me to do mm-hmm. three sauces and whatever. So I chose Dave's hot sauce. It's like Dave's Gourmet. And it has extract, so it's like a cheat code. It's not like a hobbit. It's basically all heat, no flavor. And I did that. Shit I hate that shit. Fun. See, I that's the stuff that bothers me. Where it's like I those ones that are like just novelty. Like we're just gonna blast you with heat, and there's nothing enjoy. That's the stuff that it's like. I mean, I would eat it for the novelty just to do it. But I, I really appreciate when somebody can blend together some flavors that, like there's a there's a habanero sauce at. Uh, at Upland in Bloomington that made me fall in love with habanero. It was the first time I ever had anything habanero. Uh, I don't know if it just didn't used to be a popular pepper, but it was the, the first time I ever had it was uh, they have this burger called the Inferno Burger, mm-hmm. and it comes with habanero sauce on the side, and they warn you. They're like, be careful with that. Uh, it's It can mess you up. And I remember being like, what are you talking about? Coward. And I dumped it all over my burger and it ruined my night. Oh my it was like one of those where I was enjoying the flavor so much that I went back the next week and got it again, even though it ruined my whole night and the next day. Like me and my buddy were both sick because we were like, I can't even just uh, pouring it all over it. And he, they were like, no, you should just like dip a fry in there and try that. And I was like, no, 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 no. I'm going all in and really right in. It. And then I've, I've fallen in love with it ever since. That's amazing. I love spice, love the heat. And this is a complete 180, totally off topic, but I want to make sure I ask you this before the pod ends. I was watching Curb Your Enthusiasm last night. And Larry, do you remember the episode where Larry, David, and George, they're checking out, they're split their bill, and George won't tell him how much he tipped? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. So Larry said that you have to coordinate the tip when you split a bill. I agree with that 100%. What do you think? Here's the thing. I do agree with that, but I've run into awkwardness where people don't want to do it. And then I just stopped because, and, or somebody tips less than I want to. And then I'm, uh, I'm like, I, I don't feel comfortable. And then I, I end up just leaving more or something. And then that's weird. So it's like, I just, I don't, I don't bother with anybody's tip anymore. If they want to leave what they want to leave, I just, I let them go about their business. And like, I like to tip heavy, like 9%. So <laughs> I think that, <laughs> you're so generous (laughs) it's like like normally people do five i do nine so it's like so hard to figure out the math (laughs) that's so funny especially if you're being earnest and sincere like yeah dude nine percent i'm a baller dude like live yeah i drop it (laughs) i drop it i type 0.09 in my calculator (laughs) dude that's so funny man No, I like to, I like to tip because my mom always, my mom used to manage a red lobster and that was her big thing is she always leaves uh, heavy tips. And I, you know, when you're in college, you're an asshole and you don't tip as much as you should. And I remember just seeing her tip and I was like, oh, I'm always going to tip like that because it's, you see how people, and also your friends are servers and shit. And you're like, you find out how little people are making and you're like, yeah, if you can't uh, tip the right way. You shouldn't be uh, eating at restaurants. Of but, course, stay home. Uh, yeah, or order takeout. But it's out. tough. Yeah, but it's tough. It's like everybody has their own thing, and at some point in my uh, eating with other people history, I was just like, I'm not going to worry about what they're doing. It's not going to reflect on me. And if it, and a lot of times I'll because nowadays, especially in New York and like Chicago, was like this too. They don't split bills, so you just 
one person ends up taking and then the beautiful thing about venmo uh, is everybody can just venmo you and you usually end up either getting fucked or you get way more money than you're supposed to but i like doing that because then i can control the tip and i don't have to worry about it that's cool i um i feel like i always get screwed in that scenario um speaking of eating out with others what do you think about say you're with a six top like you and five friends do you mm-hmm. feel like you have to wait till everyone gets their food to eat See, I do it, but I don't think anybody should do that. But I don't care personally because it's like, well, I'll just order a drink. I don't give a shit. I'm, I'm just hanging. Plus, I don't like people watching me eat. So I was talking about this at the cellar the other night because everybody just eats at the table. And it's like I always eat my food later or like I get it to go because I just I hate having people watch me eat. Why do you think you're going to get roasted or do you do weird shit when you eat? I, I worry that it just looks that I look weird that or that it like I order wings a lot and the way I eat wings I think is weird. Elaborate. I just st- <laughs> I stick a whole wing in my mouth and then I pull out the bone. <laughs> is that true? Or are you joking? No, I I've seen I with people flats do that. with flats I kind of do do that honestly. Like I just hold the tip and like because it's easier to get all the meat off. But it's so I'd rather do that in the privacy of my own home. <laughs> Fair enough, man. <laughs> So, Tom, I asked you everything I wanted to ask you, but I always like to ask my guests, like, if there's something you're chomping at the bit to say and I didn't bring it up, uh, please do it. What's your is B-Dubs your favorite chain restaurant? Probably. I mean, unless you consider Chipotle a chain, like it's because they're pretty much neck. I mean, I'm talking we were talking about this the other night. This is like I'm talking you have a server. Okay, so not like like a fast casual place. place. Mm -hmm. Then, yeah, 100 percent B-Dubs is definitely like I can't even not to sound like an elitist, but I can't even think of another chain I've been to in the past like three or four years. Yeah, well, you're in a, a specific boat too, though, where you're trying to eat stuff that's like mom pop uh, and specific. And- yeah, and I like to do that too, and that's pretty easy to do here. But if I think about it, the places that I like the most, like that, I love an outback. Just an outback steakhouse really, really does it for me because it's like one of those that's just cheap enough, but also feels kind of fancy. And that's the place we would go for every special occasion when I was growing up. And I love their bread so much, and it's uh, it's really good. But Chili's is up there for me too, dude. I mean, I do a bit about Chili's, or I did uh, on my half hour, and it's like they sent me a bunch of shit, and it just like it made me love them even more. But just getting a a margarita and some chips and salsa to Chili's, I I love it, dude. That's so cool. So, <laughs> did they reach out to you on Twitter or something? Like, hey, thanks for the shout out. They didn't. They just sent it to me. I think they reached out to my agent and they just mailed me. My agent was like, hey, Chili's is sending you something. And then they sent me this giant box. And I was praying it was going to be like a year of margaritas or something like that. Or even like a margarita maker or some shit. Like I assumed it would be margarita related. But instead, it was a uniform. It was a Chili's uniform and a hat, like a fun. It was like a fishing outfit and a hat, uh, which I didn't really understand. But it was a. Uh, it was cool. I, mean, I was excited to get it, but I really wanted some free food. Did your agent so take Chili's, that? Probably. If you're listening, yeah, maybe she took it out of the box. <laughs> she took the gift yeah, card. Yeah, just was gave like, this, this goofy ass uniform. Fifteen <laughs> percent for me, baby. Oh man, Tom, I want to end this on a compliment. I want to say, um, first of all, thank you so much for doing my podcast. I really appreciate it. And since I knew you back in the day, like back in your Ohio, Indiana days, like I kind of low key feel like I made it. Like. Whenever I see you on TV or I see you doing like your Comedy Central podcast, like it really warms my heart and uh, you're so funny and so kind and, and you deserve all of your success. 
you're the best, man. I feel the same way about you. When I, whenever I see uh, you, you popping off on uh, on social media with your with your food stuff, I'm like, we're doing it, man. <laughs> Hell yeah. Midwest forever. Facts. I still tell people about your uh, 911 joke. So good. Thank you, dude. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. And uh, that was the pod. I hope you have a good rest of your day, buddy. You too, my man. Love you, brother. Later. Hey, thank you so much for listening. That was the podcast. Please tell a friend. Share it on social media. Give us a five-star review. I'd greatly appreciate it. If you have any questions, hit me up on Instagram or send me an email through the through my website, UpperFeastSide.com. I would love to hear from you, and um, thanks a lot.